As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour, hosted by, I feel like this is turning into a thing now that I say at the beginning of every week, hosted by yours truly, Gretchen Carity. But yeah, I'm your host, always am. <laughs> That's not going to change. And um, yeah, if you're new here, you guys know every Friday I have a new episode. That usually they're like an hour long because I get pretty chatty, so that's not even that hard for me to talk for an hour. Um, it's just an hour of happy, good vibes. And if I'm being honest, I feel like I have talked about a lot of like big things or I don't know how to describe it. I think a lot of things that I've had personal experiences with and that I feel like could be really helpful, like, I still think my, like, number one listened to episode to this day is my episode about body image and kind of, like, recovering from um, body image issues and, like, a troubled, uh, I guess, eating history. So, anyway, I digress. But, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like I kind of feel this pressure uh, that comes from myself (laughs) to talk about things that really, I don't know, provide you guys with value and uh, I just want to be helpful. I want it to be an hour that you feel happy, good vibes, maybe learn something. So I feel like that's what I get hung up on. I'm like, I want to be talking about something like almost like teaching you in a way or like, yeah, I guess just providing value and I worry that talking about, you know, like my life update or, um, how I just applied for an apartment, like, that's not what this episode's about, because I worry that it's, like, do you care? Like, I'm just, like, chatting on my personal life. That's kind of what my vlogs are about, so I always want my podcast to be, like, providing value in some sort of way. So, what I'm trying to say after that whole talk is that this episode, I feel like, really could help you guys provide some value, and I feel like I'm not even an expert on this topic, finding balance and organization in my life, as you can tell by the title, But I thought if you're anything like me, maybe you can relate to some things I'll talk about, then this could kind of like start the conversation in your head, maybe get the gears turning or just get you thinking about, um, oh, maybe I could like implement some of this or I think like the first step is just recognizing, hmm, I could be a little bit more purposeful in how I like structure my day or yeah, organize my lifestyle kind of thing. So that's just what I want to talk about because I feel like it's something that I've been working on for a while and I'm nowhere near perfect and I think that's also why I've been kind of hung up on this episode idea. I've thought about it for a while and I wanted to do it for so long because it's something that I, I don't even know how to describe it. Not something that I'm like passionate about, I guess in a way, because I can see how beneficial it is, Um, but I'm not even that good at, I'll admit. And that's just why I think it's taken me so long to make this episode. I don't know if you guys can relate, but 
I never felt like I had the perfect routine to share and best ways that I organize my day, my month, my week, my work life, my personal life, all those things. I feel like I never have like a really great grasp on all of that. But then I realized that it's okay to be a work in progress and I bet that my routine and my schedule will never be perfect. I don't even know what this like perfect idea is in my head. I'm sure it comes from, you know, my main work just being in social media and seeing everyone knows like the Instagram highlight reel and I see these people being so efficient getting after it day after day and like having their perfect I don't know how everything is so perfectly scheduled that you like look put together all the time but you got your workout in and like you have your personal life all figured out and you're like getting after and being like a girl boss entrepreneur and you have a dog and you're taking care of your apartment and I don't know. I don't know how everyone does it. (laughs) So that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like I'm never going to be perfect, but I always want to be striving to be better. I always want to be improving with my organizational skills, my work-life balance. Yeah, that's the term I'm looking for. That's a good one. Work-life balance, baby. So I also can admit to, wow, we're just being really raw over here. (laughs) This is like a different kind of episode, but I think it's just so important to talk about um maybe for some of you this will be like a whoa like uh I don't know how to describe it like mind-blowing moment or like light bulb moment I don't know if I'm gonna say anything too mind-blowing but maybe I'll I'm going to be talking about some other people and things that I have like educated myself with or like I'm just saying things that I have like learned about these type of topics um and maybe that will be kind of mind-blowing for you because that's what was like mind-blowing for me but what I was going to say about being really honest and open for a moment is, I don't know if you guys relate to this, uh, is this like normal, but I feel like I'm a person that sort of feels like my life is constantly out of control. (laughs) And I think if you took a glance at my life and like my lifestyle and what's going on kind of thing, I think especially, I mean, you guys know I graduated college in 2019 all of college, I would say my lifestyle was very, very fast-paced and kind of hectic, and my parents and family would always kind of look at me and be like, slow down, slow down everything, stop traveling so much, stop getting yourself all worked up, you're like biting, bite, biting off, biting off more than you can chew, your plate's too full, um, you don't get enough sleep, you're not taking care of yourself, like whatever it may be, I feel like I was just like doing, trying to do everything, I'll talk about this later, but I feel like I'm someone that has a constant sense of FOMO. I think that's a part of it. Like, I would be at BU, but then I would miss my cousin and want to visit her, and I'd miss my parents and want to visit them, but then I had this business opportunity, and I want to go there, and so it's, like, this constant, like, struggle inside of me. I feel that not just with traveling and, like, where I am physically, but, like, everything in my life, Um, so I, I sort of feel like this causes, I'll talk more about that, but this causes me to feel like a chicken with my head cut off sort of like all the time (laughs) and I try to work on it I actually I don't know if I've ever talked about this I guess this is just I don't even know how I would like categorize this discussion uh Gretchen's organizational uh I guess her organizational toolbox in her mind and her life that she how she organizes her life I'm talking in third person so what I was going to say is, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I think in high school is by the end of high school, I mean, I was sort of same, similar type of lifestyle as college, just very hectic, fast paced, always doing something like can't sit still, can't sit down. I'm still sort of like that. 
and it causes me to feel very overwhelmed very easily and I believe it was my dad who was like he and my mom like I said always the ones like slow down take a deep breath can you slow down how fast you talk you guys know how quick I talk if you listen to these or watch my YouTube videos they're like Gretchen slow down and I just try to like cram everything in so I believe he had me meet with I don't know how you would call her like a life counselor type of thing and I think I try to explain to her I sort of explain like my whole situation and she was like wow okay I'm overwhelmed you have a lot going on I probably talked about everything in my life for like 20 minutes you know so she was like well have you tried you know lists I'm like oh yeah girl I have to-do lists out the wazoo like I have so many to-do lists she's like how about taking a like one step at a time prioritizing I think talking with her did help me because try to prioritize 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 the things that I'm doing and working on in order of importance so she'll be like your to-do list every day is going to be seven things and like that's it no more whatever it is and like number order I like digress I feel like I'm all over the place right now I didn't even think I'd be talking about this but hey this just goes to show how what I'm saying I always feel like kind of over a little overwhelmed a little bit like a chicken and my head cut off um like I said my whole mindset about it all is overwhelming, easily overwhelmed. So I work on it and I do the best I can. Um, I don't know if you guys can relate. Also, I, I should admit there's a big, huge coffee sitting next to me right now. So if I seem like woo and like really jazzed right now, it's because I am. I feel like I've been talking for one minute so far and the screen that I'm looking at says almost nine minutes. So yeah, this is wild. <laughs> I feel like I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. You guys are probably like, wow, this makes a lot more sense from just listening to the last couple of minutes that she has a huge coffee next to her because she sounds like, I don't even know, high energy right now. <sighs> We're taking a deep breath, right? So this is the mind-blowing moment that I was talking about. This is my, guys, I feel like every episode I used to make, there would be at least a couple points in the episode or at least one where I talk about Tori and it's coming back. The weekly Tori shout out. Love her so much. I actually haven't talked to her in a while. I'm going to like go text her after this episode that I'm recording because I love her and I miss her and I like can't wait to be in Pennsylvania and have her like live near me. Like I want to just hang out with her and like watch The Bachelor and like go to her spin classes. Anyway, if you have no idea who I'm talking about, Tori De Simone. I'm obsessed with her. We actually met because, well, we met at her spin studio, but we've known who each other are for a while and kind of just have a lot of mutual friends through, like, YouTube and social media, and then when I finally was able to go to her spin studio and meet her in person, I feel like we just became so close so quick and clicked, and she is just, like, my kind of gal, you know what I mean? But anyway, she has her own spin studio. I'm going to talk more about her a little bit later in this episode, um, has her YouTube channel, her Instagram, is a spin instructor, like, she's so busy and girl boss and queen, like, I'm so inspired by her, and she also has a podcast, it's called Manifest by Tori De Simone. and this mind-blowing moment, this is where it's coming right now, when I first heard Tori say in a podcast episode that, like, the key to life is organization in, like, every aspect of your life, I was like, like literally mind blown. I I don't know why it took her telling me that. Well, just saying in her podcast, it felt like she was speaking directly at me. I don't know if this is speaking directly to you guys right now, but like I've 
I've always known how important being organized is. And this sounds like so funny. I feel like talking about this so uh, like deeply. I don't know when it can be as simple as like cleaning up your room. I'm looking at my like slightly clean room right now. Oh, I just hate when it's messy and there's like things out of place. Like I can see a sweatshirt like sitting on my desk and it's like eating away at me and I just want to hang it up. else like me oh my god I sound nuts in this episode anyway um yeah her just saying how important being organized in every aspect of your life was I was like wait she's so right guess what would well in my mind what would get rid of me always feeling overwhelmed and like a chicken cut off chicken with my head cut off chicken cut off uh if everything was organized, if all my lists were organized, if I had an organized schedule, an organized routine, an organized room, an organized kitchen, organized everything. And obviously that's not always going to work. I don't think that's ever going to work. That seems like a little too perfect. Nothing is always going to be perfectly organized, but I think if you work at it and have, I think routine also, she talks a lot about routine, how important that is. Like that's like the real key. Um, so yeah, that started getting maybe this episode is doing it for you started getting the gears turning in my brain like Gretchen instead of always feeling like a chicken with your head cut off I've said that a million times now but you know what I mean sort of the sense of like a chaotic sort of state and you're just like bouncing on one thing to the next because you feel like so much going on you have so much to do and I sort of have always felt that way and you know one thing that's helped is getting up earlier but I digress um I guess her saying that I knew it deep down all along how important being organized is, but I guess hearing her say just made me that much more eager to work on it and have more of a schedule, like a nice schedule. Still still working on that, lol. Um, Like I said, I think the key is really routine, which I also feel like I struggle with and I'm working on that. You guys are going to be like, Gretchen, you're not like helping us at all right now. You're telling us all the things you like aspire to do, but like aren't really doing. Yeah, I'm working on it. And I feel like I'm making excuses here, but I think why I've struggled so much with routine. I mean, in college, I was just, that was like out the window. I just had so much going on. I slept like four hours every night. I just said yes to, I was like the yes man. I like said yes to everything, crammed it all in there, was not taking time for myself um, to work on myself. That's why I was sick like every day in college. Looking back, I need to go watch my old YouTube videos because every single one I'm like, oh, I have strep throat for the second time this month. I was stretched so thin and it was just taking a toll on like my mental and legit physical health, like being sick all the time Um, because I was just doing everything. So, I think I've always struggled with routine since then and since graduating and I think having uh, comparatively less on my plate, I still struggle with it. How odd, right? Like I move into my apartment. You guys know I live in my apartment with my best friend Taylor and I would say I have a lot more free time working solely for myself, my YouTube, Instagram, podcast, everything in that realm and I always tell people they're like, well, like how many hours a week do you work or like what's your schedule, whatever. And I always say like YouTube and social media, podcast, whatever you do. I mean, especially I think just working for yourself, self-employed entrepreneur, you get out what you put in. And I think that's so obvious. Like anyone that is, well, I guess I don't want to make a huge generalization, but I would say anyone that's like successful in some sort of way on social media, it's because they're working their butt off and they are like putting in the effort. If you're posting a video once a year, like, do you know what I'm saying? So interrupting quickly to tell you guys about 
ShipStation. If you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready for the demands of your deliveries? When you're selling online, getting a lot of orders fast can be tough to track who gets what, what shipping carrier you should use, and if you're getting the best rates. See, this goes along nicely with the organization theme of this episode. So that's why you need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product to your customers. ShipStation helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device and even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customers. ShipStation also offers big discounts on shipping costs. Now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies, so you'll always know that you're getting the best deal. And personally, knowing how simple shipping with ShipStation is makes me excited for the future of maybe making podcast merch, happy hour hoodies, anyone, or even masks, you guys. I've been thinking about that one too. So no wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, you guys can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code GG. So get started at ShipStation today. Again, totally free for two months. I know you won't even have to put in your credit card to start your free trial with my code GG at ShipStation.com. And now let's get back into the episode. Yeah, I'm working on that too. The work-life balance is the separate the separation of like working and not working because I think that I just always am. I'm going to talk about that. Like I feel like I never put my phone down. But uh, the, the reason I was just saying all of that is I feel like routine has been really hard for me. And, and now I just like I was saying, make excuses like, oh, I just moved out of my apartment in Boston. I'm like in this weird in-between where I'm at home. Uh, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning of the beginning of this, but Max and I actually uh, finally like applied. I don't know how to say it. Like officially, yeah, applied for our apartment in Pennsylvania yesterday, um, which this episode isn't about that. But uh, like that's why I feel like I struggle with routine. Like I always have so much going on. We just got a dog. Like I'm working for myself, and I feel like I always have this mindset of like the grass is greener or like, no, that's not the phrase of, um, like, oh, well, when I moved to Pennsylvania and I'm in the apartment with Max and Brody, like I'll have a routine, like it'll just be so much easier there. Like that's when I'll have my ideal routine. And then I'm like, Gretchen, you keep making so many excuses. You probably thought that when you were graduating from BU that like when you moved into your first adult apartment, you'd have like this amazing routine. And I still struggled with it. And it was sort of like a yo-yo effect. Um, I'll talk about that. But yeah, I guess ultimately in saying all of that, <laughs> I'm, I really apologize if this episode is like not your cup of tea, but I guess that makes me realize that, and this sort of goes along with like your goals, but your goals, your ideal routine really just have to be attainable for like you and who you are and your lifestyle. Um, and I'll talk about that too. <laughs> I'm saying that about everything. I'll talk about that. Just knowing like who you are as a person and your personality. Like for some people, you know, like my best friend, Rumi Taylor, her getting up at 530 every day is like attainable and a goal that she can achieve. And she does. And sometimes it's earlier. Sometimes it's 445 if she needs to get a long run in. And that is like very, she's a very like type A person, like a go-getter. And that is attainable for her. But for someone like me, I don't, 
really know if I could hold myself accountable for getting up at 4.45 every day. So I think it's like being honest with yourself um, and sort of starting there. So yeah, I guess an example I have of that is I think the only time I would actually get up early is if I had something to hold me accountable. In the past year, I think about living in my apartment in Boston. So I'd sign up for like a 6 a.m. or even a 7 a.m. workout class and I'd get up early and I'd go. But then I'd be so tired because that wasn't, I wasn't in a habit of it. I wasn't in a routine of it. The next day I'd sleep till 11 a.m. and I would just be like, oh my gosh, you know, like there's the yo-yo because I didn't have this set routine. And instead of getting up at 5.30 or 11, it should have been like 8.30, like a happy medium. So that's something that I'm working on. Um, Wow. I just like chatted for a while, but you guys know at the beginning, or I guess now, (laughs) 18 minutes into my episode, I always talk about what I'm happy about, like a little happy quote. So we'll just make this quick since I feel like I do have the valuable stuff is coming. It's it's going to be in a minute, like literally one minute. Okay. Um, so get excited for that. But what I'm happy about right now quickly is that you guys know I just got a golden retriever puppy, Brody. And if you didn't know that, you're probably living under a rock or this is like the first episode you're listening to because I think I've posted um, 8,000 photos of him already and he literally makes my life whole and I love him so much. And I don't know what I was doing before him and what my life was like because I feel like I've had him for like years. It's so weird and it's been like two weeks. But anyway, um, what I'm happy about you guys is that he is like swimming and like good at it. (laughs) That's so dumb to say. I feel like dogs are born like knowing how to swim but I just like that he seems to be like enjoying it now and if you guys have seen like a video I posted on my Instagram story yesterday he was in his life jacket and I feel like people are always like oh they don't need them and I know they really don't especially I think golden retrievers are like good swimmers um but we decided to get one because I heard from someone that I mean when you have like a baby puppy it's just nice knowing that it's there because you're kind of just like a worried parent about your baby I'm actually looking at him right now I'm in my room you guys and he's in my bathroom I have the door open he loves sleeping on the tile in there I think because it's just cold and he's been sleeping so much during the day in there and then at night he doesn't sleep in his crate very well and he barks like a madman and like we wonder why it's probably because he sleeps all day but then people are like don't bother him when he's sleeping because he's a growing baby so yeah feel conflicted anyway I digress he can go up and down the stairs now to you guys um here only when he like feels like it but I've seen him do it he can do it and people have told me to be careful about that in case he's like if he can't really do it fully and he's sort of like throwing himself up or down the stairs uh it could be bad for like his hips so you know there's just like something wrong about everything here I'm like he can swim but like it's not that good and oh that's another thing people are like don't let them swim too much it can like really tire them out and like hurt their tails so you know there's just always something here but in the sleeping I was gonna say I'm also happy that he's been sleeping better at night and I think you know when we were just at our lake house he was sleeping so well there and now that we're back here last night was the worst night you guys of having him (laughs) that he slept like he was up every two hours like would not stop barking like could not be consoled and we were like what is going on and we would take him out and just I don't know it was just really 
tough and I'm like maybe it's because he's sleeping all day (laughs) during the day but yeah then I'm like is he digressing in his crate training people say that's a thing there's a period when they kind of like um stop improving or have like a plateau for their training so anyway but (laughs) I just kind of complained about all the things I'm happy about but I am genuinely happy that he seems to be enjoying swimming that he's able to go up and down the stairs even if he should or shouldn't be whatever so yeah, he just makes me happy, and I love him, and my happy quote, or this just is a a quote, really, that applies to this week's episode, uh, I found it on Google, and (laughs) I think this is a really good one, it says, for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned, and I read that, and I was like, mind blown, because I so agree, like, think about Folding all your clothes in your drawers might be, like, annoying or hard in the moment. Like, that's my head speaking right here. Like, I don't feel like doing it. But then you do, and it saves so much time when you're, like, getting dressed in the morning or, like, pulling out your drawer and everything isn't stuck and you have to dig through it. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, explaining this to myself right now and you're like, duh, Gretchen, I know. But, like, organizing your vanity in your bathroom, like, you can find your toothbrush and your toothpaste easily or just having your makeup all, like, organized, you know? Having a clean room, like, it does save so much time and I've talked about this in episodes before but I swear to, like, my mental state is, like, a direct reflection of the environment I'm in and, like, how chaotic and messy it is or clean and, like, calm it is. So, yeah, I think just if you recognize that about yourself, like, wow, um, I'm so heavily affected by my environment. I've talked about that with the weather, too. Like, it's sunny out right now, so I'm happy. But it was raining earlier, and I was kind of like, ugh, like, not, like, encouraged or not motivated, you know? Isn't that weird how that happens? But, yeah, like, since my room's a little bit messy right now, it just, like, kind of bothers me, and that's, like, always, like, in the back of my head. Am I crazy? Does this happen to you guys? But when, like, there's fresh vacuum marks in the rugs and, like, everything is in its place, I just feel like I can finally, like, exhale. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Wow. I feel, like, a little crazy finally saying all of this out loud. But, Anyway, here's where the value comes in a little bit later than promised. I said a minute. That was probably like three minutes. But I want to talk about someone who, you know, I'm not even an expert on this. I have like minimal experience with him. But the podcasts I've listened with him have really got me thinking. And I really liked them. And you're like, spit it out, Gretchen. Who is it? This guy, Ed Milet, probably a lot of you know who he is. I listened to him on the Skinny Confidentials podcast I think they were old episodes from like a year ago or something but I really enjoyed them and I actually listened to them right as I moved out of my Boston apartment and I was moving back home you guys know I'm in Albany right now where I'm from at my mom's house and the house I grew up in and um I don't know it seemed like really it seems like a good moment to listen to them uh just during this like transitional period in my life before I moved to Pennsylvania and when I, I wanted to give you guys like a formal introduction of who he is and, um, you know, be helpful over here. So when I Google his name, it comes up as author and I wouldn't even like think of him like that first, but I know he does have books. I haven't read them. I do want to read them though. I think Lucy may have read them. I, did I first hear of Ed Milet from Lucy? Maybe it was Maggie. I know Maggie has posted on her stories. You guys know my friend Maggie. She does YouTube and Instagram. But um, she was like posting about his books, so I know she's read them. Maybe I'll text her and be like, oh my gosh, I want to read. I want to borrow your books to read Ed Milet's books. But um, 
basically, he's an entrepreneur. He's like a life and business business strategist, strategist. Oh my God. (laughs) That's just what I wrote down from Google. But in my mind, just listening to him talk, he seems like not like a life coach, but yeah, sort of like a counselor. I know his clients, he works with like celebrities and uh, professional sports teams and all sorts of businesses. Um, And I could see why people would pay him lots of money to help them because just listening to him talk on the Skinny Confidential, I was like, wow, like he really changed the way I thought about certain things or I was just really, I guess, motivated and inspired by him. So his personal life was really interesting to me. He like met his wife in kindergarten and they are so happily married now. Um, He talked about how he was in a very like loving family. He touched a bit on, I think, it was his dad was an alcoholic, but um, not even focusing on that, just more of like what it taught him and like the positives from it, that he was the oldest brother of three sisters, so he ended up being very protective and he talks about stories of being eight years old and sleeping like in front of the front door to protect his family and things like that and I don't know, I digress, but that was just interesting hearing like where he came from and what I really enjoyed taking away from it is how structured he is as a person oh wow I didn't even write this down in my notes you guys but this was like really interesting so he has a very structured like red regiment is that the word like I don't regimen morning and night routine really and he talks about how I think he sort of felt maybe how what I'm feeling right now just like not in control of your life and your day-to-day like what's going on and so he's like I realized the having control over the first 30 minutes of my day having control over the last 30 minutes of my day every day having those routines will increase the probability that I feel in control during my day and again another mind-blowing moment I was like wow like that makes so much sense like that's why that's so important to have a routine morning night routine everyone talks about it But, like, finally it makes sense to me why that's important. And so he also talks about how he doesn't go on his phone for the first 30 minutes when he wakes up. And he said, like, a really, uh, I guess, like, strong statement, like, grand statement. He says that not going on your phone for the first 30 minutes of your day, every day in the morning, will be probably the most important thing you will do in your entire existence and I was like whoa that is so crazy like what what is he talking about and then I'm like you know what that actually makes a lot of sense because I don't know if I'm putting words in his mouth or this is just what I took away from it but that makes sense like if you wake up and just start with yourself and I don't know setting the tone for how you want your day to be like making your bed hopping in the shower he always talks about how he takes a cold shower every morning because it like shocks him into waking up and really I don't know, gets the day going. I don't know if I could get behind the cold shower. I guess I haven't tried it, but I like my warm showers. Um, But regardless of the cold shower, like, I don't know, putting yourself together, um, like doing things for you and starting your day with like creating and doing and working out and making your breakfast and whatever it is. That sounds really nice, doesn't it? And I'm sure a lot of you, but the, probably the majority of you can admit to doing what I do is you wake up, you check your phone right away. Like I go on my phone, scroll through Instagram, reply to emails, reply to texts, and you start your day reacting and being reactive. So then all day it's sort of like, oh, you're playing catch up and like reacting to everything when really you should be like proactive. I'm interrupting again real quick to tell you guys about HelloFresh. So you guys know I've been getting HelloFresh delivered and cooking with them for years now. 
you guys, the Parmesan crusted chicken I made the other night was so good. It's literally making me hungry just talking on it right now. I really need to go make lunch, but with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door so you can skip those trips to the grocery store and meal prepping and planning and focus on making home cooking fun, easy, and affordable. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients also mean that there's less prep for you and less food waste, which I love. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes every week. And you can also easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. So you can start by going to HelloFresh.com slash 80HappyHour and use code 80HappyHour to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions do apply, so please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, you guys can go to HelloFresh.com slash 80HappyHour and use my code 80HappyHour to get a total of $80 off. And now let's get back into the episode. Yeah, that was really interesting to me. I need to stop making excuses and hold myself accountable. Maybe you guys can help me. And I'm going to say right now, I'm not going to go on my phone for 30 minutes tomorrow. Like, we should all try it. Guys, try it with me because you'll probably wake up and be like, oh, I have these things I want to do. Like, for the first 30 minutes, you don't go on your phone and you get things done and they're over with and you did it and you accomplished it. And then you have, like, more of the day to do other things. I don't know. You know what I mean? So... I really liked hearing him say that and he just talks about no matter when or where he is yeah I think I just said that weird but (laughs) I was just saying he has such a consistent morning and night routine every day regardless of when and where and I just think that's so important and like how he's gotten to where he is like he's extremely successful but I yeah that was like a really like light bulb moment for me. Like, wow, Gretchen, if you want to feel in control of your day and less overwhelmed, have your morning and night routine every day that you do maybe at roughly the same time. I need to work on that because I feel like my wake up and go to bed time can really differ. And that's not even good for your circadian rhythm and your body's confused and everything feels out of order. So I'm working on feeling in order. Um, Back to his personal life too. Well, actually, yeah. So during his cold shower in the morning, he's like, I overwhelm myself with gratitude and I, yeah, he's like, I just feel like in my shower, I try to think of everything I'm grateful for. I literally try to just like overwhelm my senses with gratitude. And he talks about how he's experienced depression and, um, I don't know, maybe this is something that's like helped him and, just starts his day with feeling like grateful and thankful and he also talks about how like serving others and um you know like feels purposeful and gives him purpose and fulfillment um he's a really great guy wow I'm a fan so his personal life I think a part of the reason like I remember him talking about the cold shower in the morning and he's even grateful for like he's like I'm grateful for being the shower that I'm in the shower that I'm in, in my beautiful home, like the water on me. And he's like, that might sound weird to say, but he talks about right as he got married or engaged um, with the wife that he met in kindergarten, he was like, it's easy for me to be so grateful now because I can see how far I've come. And he talks about a time in his life where their water got cut off in the apartment because he was probably behind on paying for it. And he's like, I was broke and I couldn't pay the water bill so the water got cut off and we would go like outside at the showers at our apartment complex and he's like it was so like embarrassing and humiliating with my 
new bride showering outside in the morning um at my apartment complex because our water got cut off but then he's like he I think was sort of saying that he feels even grateful for the low moments like that and you can just see how much there is to be grateful for now so yeah I don't know that's just like a little bit about what I took away from those episodes but you guys should definitely go listen and I know he has his own podcast I listened to a little bit of one of them but I need to listen to more of them because they just really get me thinking and I don't know get me headed in the right direction I think so I think a lot about what he talks about is like mindset sort of manifestation etc and that brings me to more of Tori (laughs) guys I love her so much I don't know she's probably not even listening to this she's so busy but if she is love you girl so her podcast manifest with Tori Simone. obviously you can tell it's about manifestation and like I said you guys know I love her owns her spin studio in Pennsylvania is an instructor there but she also has her YouTube or Instagram or podcast I think she also started podcast for her spin studio she just opened a second location like she is a girl boss over here she's a year younger than me I think she's 22 like get it girl so this is I guess one example I could say about her being really into manifestation so I don't know if this was in a podcast episode where she talked about it yeah it must have been I don't think it was a YouTube video maybe it was but I'm pretty sure it's podcast I haven't listened to her podcast in so long I feel like this is me with my you know um what's it called excuses over here I'm like oh I've been so busy moving dog whatever but I need to listen because I love her podcast and they get me really inspired and feeling good just like how those Ed Milet ones did so in one episode she talks about how she had a check made out to her for a hundred thousand dollars uh kind of like pinned up on a board in her office what's that called cork board or maybe I'm just that's just like what I'm seeing visually in my head but she had one like you know tacked up in her office and she was like I think one day someone asked her like oh why do you have that there that's weird or I don't know or she's like maybe someone would think that this is weird but she's like it's not a real check like I've never gotten a check for a hundred thousand dollars but I put it there and I leave it there and I look at it every day and it's like a part of you know her consciousness and you know if you're about manifestation it's sort of like the world working for you in your favor and um bringing about like the changes that you want to see kind of thing and she's like it's not real but I put it up there because I know it will be real one day and I just think that's so incredible like I just love hearing her talk about manifestation and you guys know my friend Arlen Moore I love hearing them talk about that because it's almost like it's not like oh I put it there because like I want that to happen she's like no I put it there because I know it will happen one day like you know to your core that like things will happen so they do and another example of that is I remember her saying um you know starting a small business like starting your own business working for yourself can be so scary and obviously you put so much into it and you don't know how it's gonna turn out um she's like we started and obviously classes weren't sold out like the first day and maybe I was worrying or you know wanted more people coming to the classes I wanted them to be sold out so she's like I remember writing down you know on a piece of paper like pen to paper that classes were sold out and there were wait lists and like da 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 maybe like the spin studio was making this much money and she's like and one day it just started happening and her mindset about her business was like yeah it's scary starting you know her own spin studio and she always said like it will work because 
it has to. And yeah, that's just like the same thing as before, like knowing to your core that something will happen. And so it does. That's just a little bit about that. Sorry if I digress from like the organization um, balance sort of thing, but I think that has a lot to do with like organization. She's like such an organized person. And she had an organization episode where I talked about her earlier when she was saying that organization is like the key to life um and I think either in that one or separate when she talks about having goals and goal setting and I think it was around new year's like new year's resolutions maybe these are all different episodes and I'm just lumping them together but she said things like are you ready for this she said things like um like your ideal self and you're in manifesting your ideal like dream life where are you going to live? Are you going to live in an apartment? Are you going to live in a house? Who are you living with? What are your friends like? Do you have a significant Do you have a significant other? What are they like? What's your diet like? Does it make you feel good? Like when are you eating? Do you exercise? How when? How often? Uh, when do you wake up? When do you go to bed? Do you get enough sleep? Are you taking care of yourself? What are you doing for work? Does it make you feel fulfilled? Does it give you purpose? Things like that. It goes on and on. Just sort of mapping out the ideal version of yourself in literally every aspect like she's like I will write 20 pages of like what my life will look like in 10 years and 20 years whatever and I think just mapping out the ideal day I think one of her episodes she talks about her ideal day or she you know encourages you to think about your ideal day and it really got me thinking and sort of all of that realm of stuff like talking about all of that like where are you going to live what is it going to look like um are you are you happy like do you have a dog like what's your situation it really overwhelmed me and I'm sure you guys are shocked because I talked about how easily overwhelmed I am and how easily overwhelmed I get about everything but I was like wow like I just never even thought about it like that and this shouldn't overwhelm me because it's like such an important thing and aspect of your life and that's so great that she's like using all these tools and mapping out her ideal life and I want to do that but I don't know the right answers and we're going to talk about my FOMO but I'm like but what if I tell myself or I write down I run every morning but then I'm not biking and I'm not doing yoga and I'm not doing Pilates and I'm not doing bar like am I crazy over here are you guys with me that's the sort of stuff that I think about like I can say, um, I love being home with my dog, but is that like a lie? Like, do I want to be visiting my family a lot? Do I want to, what do I want to be doing? What does that look like? I don't know. And I think it's okay to not know and have it all figured out because I'm young and I'm not sure. And so it kind of stressed me out. And back to the ideal day, like I said, it really got me thinking. I had this realization, like, I don't know what my ideal day looks like. Am I getting up at 6am? Am I getting up at 8am? Am I getting up at 10am? who am I spending my day with? Am I being really independent? Am I with friends and family all day? Am I with Max? Am I with my dog? Um, What am I doing for my workout? What am I eating? Where am I going? And so, yeah, it kind of scared me. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I have to figure it out or I don't have to figure it out, but it's just something I think worthwhile to think about. And I'm not sure why this sort of thing has a way of stressing me out. I hope you guys can realize too, I know I'm talking a lot about manifestation sort of stuff right now, but I think it really goes hand in hand with like organization and like how you want your life to be led sort of thing. So I'm not sure why this stresses me out so much and like overwhelms me. Maybe I'm not alone in this. Maybe I am. 
Maybe it's because of my personality type. Wow, we are like really getting into the thickets here. Like this is specific. So I hope you guys care about this. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. And if you guys are really like, wow, like I want to hear you t- talk more about that. I could do another episode about that. Um, but I'm really interested in it in like a weird way or maybe a lot of people are. But basically I took an organizational behavior ha- class at BU when I was in the business school. And I feel like it taught me so much. And it's funny because I even remember on the first day of the class, I think, you know, we heard from the professor saying like, no one ever wants to take this class or this is a class that everyone's like, oh, like, why do I have to go to this common sense, whatever. She's like, when this course is over, you will come back to me and say like, wow, I learned so much. I'm so grateful for this class. Like, thank goodness. Um, you know, every student should take this class sort of thing. And I so agree with that. I think in the beginning I was like, this is common sense. I know all of this. I know how to work with others. I know how to like work on a team and, um, feel empathy like and sympathy for others like I get it but you really learn more about you as a person and other people as themselves and your personalities and sort of like working together in that way and um how that gives you all certain weaknesses and strengths and so I then I think about maybe I am the way I am because my personality type so if you guys I don't know if you guys have taken um the Myers-Briggs personality test I'm feeling really like um by the way I just want to apologize I'm feeling really energized right now if you can tell from my coffee it does not feel like I've been talking for 40 minutes it's been feeling like I've been talking for like 10 so I think this is telling me I should make more episodes about this if you guys care but (laughs) sorry if I'm all over the place okay do you care about my Myers-Briggs personality type? Because I'm going to tell you what I am, in case you're wondering. I'm an ENFP, and for some of you listening, you're probably like, oh my gosh, me too, or I'm like an ENFJ, or whatever it is, but some of you are probably like, huh, what the heck does that mean? I have no idea what you're talking about, so I'll tell you. I believe the Myers-Briggs personality test is just like a little test you take, and it the theory of it is that there's 16 different personality types and you actually can do it online. It's a quiz that I feel like I've taken a bunch and had so many friends take and family members because I want to see like if they don't know their personality type. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to know what your personality type is to know like why you are the way you are kind of thing. And so I actually took my first one in this organizational behavior class, but I've taken it since then on the 16 personalities website and you guys should take it if you haven't because it's really interesting it'll tell you about yourself and you read it and you're like oh my god that's so true and then you can go to the part where it talks about like your strengths and weaknesses and you're like oh my gosh this is like personally attacking me like this is so accurate so if you guys read anything about ENFPs you'll see why I am the way I am but Basically, what that stands for is the first category is E or I, so that's extrovert or introvert, and what I learned from my class is that this is actually very, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like very, you're very one way or the other, and it's interesting because some people sort of classify themselves as an ambivert, which is like an in-between, and I'm, I feel like I have friends and family that are sort of like that, like they're an introvert, extrovert, like they like their time alone, but they're also very sociable type of thing, um, but what I learned in my class is they said that it's, you can actually tell if you're an introvert or an extrovert by like your brain activity, and that 
extroverts speak before they think and introverts think before they speak. I don't know how accurate this is that I'm saying right now, but this is just what I remember from my class. And I was like, wow, that is extremely accurate because (laughs) I totally speak before I think a lot of times. And um, if you guys know anything about me, you would know that I'm very extroverted and I'm sure the fact that I could talk for an hour long with myself maybe proves that. But I, every time I take this test, you guys, I score like 100% extroverted. Like I hate being alone. I love being around others. I get my energy from being around other people, that sort of thing. So that's that. And um, I think there's a lot of misconception about introverts that they're like shy or like hate people and being around others. And it's not that. It's just that they get their energy from being alone. They sort of need time alone to recharge. And that's so my twin sister. I can talk about her, Lucy, and this a bit because we actually are exactly opposite for every single category. I actually wrote a paper about that in this class because, um, yeah, we're opposite in every sense of the way. So it's so interesting because twins are usually very, like, alike or we might look alike, but, like, our personalities are literally, like, polar opposite so that's funny um but yeah like no shame on introverts over here because I just remember learning that in our class like a lot of people's like I don't know there's like sort of like a weird like stigma of introverts that they're like quiet or like mean and just want to be alone and that they're really shy and they don't want to talk and I remember a kid in our class was like so outspoken and always um was like participating in class and he was an introvert and like always had to recharge and got his energy from being alone so anyway enough about that but next category is like sensing or intuition I guess I'll only talk about this a little bit like do you guys even care but mine is n and basically what that means is that I just like think about things a little bit more this is like my take on all this by the way so correct me if I'm wrong but I just remember like splitting up into different groups in our class for each category And you do little exercises and it was like so interesting for this one. Um, I remember our professor was like, okay, you guys, like there is the N group and the S group and they're like, you each have a piece of paper. Um, I want you to write down everything about this. And she held up like an apple. And so in my group, I think if you're intuitive, you kind of just think about things a lot more and sensing is more just like things are the way how they are. So in my group, we were writing down so many things like we were like okay obviously the obvious things it's red it's round I can eat it um then we get into you know like snow white um there's an apple in that movie an apple a day keeps the doctor away like all sorts of things having to do with apples like other fruits things that you can make with apples da 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 right and then first she has the sensing group say she's like okay tell us what you have written down and they were all like what do you, like, what do you want us to say? It's red, it's an apple, and I can eat it, and my group was like, oh my gosh, what? Like, how did they not think of all these other things? So, it's sort of like, I don't even know how to think of it. This one's tough, but yeah, that was just, like, the example that I'm, that I was in, the little, like, experiment, and yeah, I don't know if that really accurately, like, explains that one, but I feel like it's sort of, if you're intuitive, you, like, think about things a lot more, like, bigger picture, and, um, I feel like if you're sensing, you're more just, like, in the moment, present about, like, what's happening. I don't know if that really explains that. Okay, and then 
The next one is feeling or thinking. I'm definitely feeling um, lots of emotions, very emotional. And yeah, there was a funny experiment for that one too. Maybe I won't say it now. I can talk about it another time if you guys want me to. But I am very much feeling instead of thinking. And then the last one is perceiving versus judging. And it's not judging like I'm judging you. But usually the questions they ask around this category is like, uh, are you someone that's like always on time? Like, do you show up on time to a party? Do you show up early? Do you show up late sort of thing? Do you have a planner? Do you schedule things? Do you like having a schedule? Um, stuff like that. Do you procrastinate? You know, so I think with perceiving, it's like you struggle with having a schedule. You're a little bit of a procrastinator. You are late to things. Me. And then if you're the other one, you're like really put together and timely and organized. So I feel like this one I always struggled with because I would want to answer that would I would want to answer the question so that it would make me in the J category. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, well that's what I aspire to be. That's what I want to do. Like I want to have a planner. I want to have a schedule. I want to be early. Like yes. But then I know how I am deep down. Like that's just not who I am. Like I'm like a procrastinator and I struggle with it. So yeah. Sorry I just talked about that for a lot a while but I just thought maybe it would be worthwhile to talk about. Um, Like I said, I think step one is just being honest with what type of person you are. Maybe to improve your organizational skills and balance in your life. So I just thought I would talk about that a little bit. But I can definitely talk about it more because I have like theories and I like get really into it. Um, That was probably one of my favorite classes that I took at BU actually. But I don't know if you guys can like relate to me on any of those. If you're an ENFP or anything similar. But yeah, I think that's like an inner struggle that I'm kind of always struggling with is that I strive to be very organized, scheduled to the minute, you know, clear goals, always efficient. But then I'm like, how do I balance that with like who I feel like I am deep down and having fun and being spontaneous and normal and social? Um, Like, am I a procrastinator by choice? Yes. (laughs) Or... I guess I'm answering myself. Or is that like who I am, like my personality? Yeah. So I feel like I'm always just fighting the P in me to be more J. Is this resonating with any of you? I don't know. So uh, my conclusion from all of this is what I'm aiming for is balance. (laughs) And that balance is something that I've always struggled with, um, especially, especially the time of my life when I was rowing division one at freshman year of college. I was a full-time student. I was working essentially full-time as well on YouTube to pay my tuition and having a social life. And I think the number one question I always would get back then and a little bit less now, but people is always asking me this, um, how do you balance everything? Uh, what's your schedule like? You know, basically just how do you balance everything and I don't know how I did it I think I always would be like yeah I don't know like I just try to um oh what would we always say in rowing oh there was this phrase it started with a seek oh I remember compartmentalize (laughs) that just took me like a second to remember we would try to like compartmentalize things, which is like impossible to do. But I remember being in rowing practice and, you know, we'd be thinking about dinner because we were hungry and we'd be worried about our homework we'd have to do later or a chem test the next day. And I think they'd always 
push us to like compartmentalize like okay when you're in your chemistry class only be doing that don't be thinking about your erg test later and rowing don't be thinking about dinner and an exam in another class like compartmentalize think about chem focus you have practice later you're in practice mode you're not thinking about school focus on that sort of thing which was really hard for me to do even though I knew that I should be you know aiming for this compartmentalization sort of thing so if I'm being honest something had to give with my, you know, seemingly perfect balance because it wasn't. And like I sort of alluded to, I was stretched too thin and uh, didn't sleep and my health was taking the toll. So it was, that was sort of what, you know, the something that had to give. It was pretty much like my health in college a little bit or like my sleep, my well-being, that sort of thing, because I wasn't going to give up my social life. Like that was so important to me. I know how important it was um, for me to feel sane and like a human in college to be around friends to laugh and you know feel yeah like a normal human because I was in like three hour labs in a three hour rowing practice and editing for three hours all night long my YouTube videos and I was going crazy so that was really important for me YouTube was so important for me because it's always been my outlet something that I love something that was paying my tuition um and just so much fun and like my number one priority because I loved it so that wasn't going to give I had no time during the day because I was rowing and doing school so I just remember literally staying up till 4 a.m and I would get up at like 6 or I'd stay up till 2 and get up at 6 like I just didn't sleep so that wasn't good and wasn't helping me you know athletically um but I wasn't going to give that up because I loved rowing and I was there for school and that was really important to me too so what really gave was my sleep which wasn't good. Um, So now, (laughs) since we're past that, I would say I'm just working at a schedule and a routine that's attainable, that's right for me. I think, you know, because you're probably like, Gretchen, so, but what about where have you found your balance? Have you found your organization? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm working at it. And I believe what, what will end up working for me is I need to stop like you know procrastinating making excuses and just like do it and like walk the talk right but I think what it will end up looking like is because I like this idea a lot I think Tori does this that every week looks similar so like the same day every week looks similar just not every single day because I don't know if I could commit to a schedule and a routine where every single day looks the same because I don't know. I just think there is more fun and more variety in like each day being different but like the same each week so that you sort of like accomplish everything. And I think my FOMO is playing into this as well because if I scheduled into my schedule my meals every day, my workouts, my social things, I would be worrying about not doing other things. Is this like crazy of me? I don't know but seriously guys I this is what I think about this is what goes on in my head I like worry about getting on the bike because I'm like well what if I should be running or what if I should be strength training or yoga or bar or pilates like I want to do it all I want to do everything I miss swimming I would go hop in a pool and like do some laps for a workout too like I literally want to do everything maybe I just need to do a different workout every single day of the week so that I have seven different options (laughs) every week I don't know I don't know what it looks like at one point I was like okay maybe like Monday Wednesday Wednesday, Friday, I'll go to a soul cycle class and do core power so that Tuesday, Thursday, I can do like Pilates. And then, and then I'm like, wait, Gretchen, you're not working out like a million times a week. Like what, what are you doing? What's going on? So I'm working at it again. 
like it needs to be attainable and something that I can incorporate into my lifestyle consistently and keep doing and not just like, you know, kill myself with 30 workouts in one week and not be able to uphold that level of exercise or you know what I mean? That goes for like, um, I guess what you think is attainable for like watching Netflix every week. Like you can't have too much of that because then you don't have time for other stuff or social things or, um, like if you schedule all your food to be like really healthy and then it's yo-yo and you go back to your pizza and donuts. Oh my God, I love pizza and donuts. <laughs> donuts, you guys. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> wow, now I'm hungry. I really want some pizza and donuts. Um, But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think the balance aspect really looks like also because I keep talking about like being productive and working out and your work and like scheduling all that in. But I think what it also looks like, and I'm bad at this, is scheduling into your routine downtime, time to decompress, relax, center yourself, ground yourself. Need to work on this. I literally, like I was saying earlier, I was going to talk about, I never put down my phone because I think just what I do, I can always be, you know, capturing more content, brainstorming video ideas, podcast ideas, posting an Instagram photo, having an Instagram poll for something I'm doing. Like literally the list goes on and on. Editing a YouTube video, planning for this and that, responding to this email, calling this person. So I need to be better with that too. These are like all my goals, you guys. These are all the things I'm working on. And sometimes I just think, you know, having a nine to five job could be so much easier because you have like a clear start and end and you leave the office, you go home and then it's like, you're out of work mode, you're into personal life mode, and that's something that I am, like, going for and would like to achieve, so I'm working on it, and, like, truthfully, right now, in this moment, how my organization looks like um, is sort of thinking about it the night before, (laughs) and, like, in the morning of, and just having a game plan, like, in the morning of the day that I'm in, and, like, okay, I'm working out right now, so then I'll eat this for breakfast after, or I'm going to eat breakfast, and then I'm going to work out after, and then I'm going to shower, get ready, film this video, or record this podcast, I'm shooting this photo at this time, even, like, personal things, too, like, I'll write down on my to-do list, like, okay, I need to do this load of laundry, I need to do this load of sheets, picking up this prescription at CVS, grocery shopping at this time, whatever, so that's sort of how I stay organized, now currently literally just lists on the notes of my phone like I always have a to-do list that's really long and I need to work on it because if you have like a couple things every day that you know you like actually um it's like realistic for you to get done like crossing them all off or like deleting them off the line like feels so good is anyone else like me like when I can cross something out like okay I finally finished editing this YouTube video did the thumbnail did the description posted it oh sigh of relief like I got it up like it's done I don't know if I'm like crazy over here, but I didn't really mention this, but I guess going with my always feeling overwhelmed, I feel like I always have this to-do list on my phone in the back of my mind, like running, like circulating in my head, like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Like I'm always thinking about it and it's always sort of like subconsciously stressing me out. So I need to just like, you know, work on the compartmentalizing of things too. Have it on my phone, focus on one thing, you do the other thing later because I sort of think about it all at once and I let it stress me out when really I need to do like one thing at a time. It's okay. I think that's why the sweatshirt on my desk is bothering me or knowing that like if I left dishes in the sink that I would have to do them later so like I can't do it. Like I have to put them in the dishwasher right then and there because it's like something else that I've just like tacked on my to-do list to do. 
wow, I'm sounding like a little uh, <laughs> crazy over here. I don't know if you guys like relate to this or if it's just me, but I think that the balance part of all this can really be hard part but if you guys have recommendations for me like I would love to learn from you because I'm sure a lot of you are like in a way better place with all of this than me like my roommate Taylor best friend Taylor Max um you know it's interesting because they remind me a lot of each other I'm like dating my best friend in boy form but um they are both well I'm gonna brag about Taylor and Max for a second but they both are like such great people like you know how well, at least in my mind, I always want to be around people that make me feel like a better person and they both do that. They both check that box. Like they just make me feel like a better person because they are doing great things and they're so selfless and they're so like they serve all their friends and family in their life. They're always thinking of others and they're so fun to be around and they're so put together. They are so organized. They are both very like type A, like like Max has such a routine every morning gets up showers like I think about too I was talking about the other day with my cousin and him we were talking about how um his like pre-game routine for hockey is like so regimented it's so specific and always the same and always like I don't know how to describe it like his shower getting ready pre-game meal um his coffee his stretch his everything is always at like the same time frame before every game and anyway what I'm saying about that and like Taylor obviously you know like training for a marathon running the Boston all of that type of stuff like you only get that far with being very um disciplined and organized and stuff so I need to like t- learn more lessons from them and you know take what they're doing because they're doing great things but yeah if you guys have good recommendations for me leave them in the comments on my last happy hour Instagram post like about this episode because that's always where I see your guys feedback the most since you know there's no comments on this episode but I feel like I ended up just talking a lot about things that have inspired me maybe things that could like resonate with you or things that I want to work on and less about like real actionable things for finding balance and organization so sorry about that um but I think what I realized by talking about all of it is that it's very much a work in progress for me and like I mean I did a little bit like the consistency of having a morning and night routine or a schedule that looks the same every week or honestly having a dog I feel like is something that has already made me a lot more scheduled like right now I'm like okay I have this window that I'm going to record this podcast because Brody's napping on the floor of my bathroom type of thing um so that makes it nice having you know I guess like I'm taking care of him so it's sort of like putting his needs in front of my own and like I'm his caretaker so that takes up certain parts of my day and times of my day so then I schedule everything else around it so that's really nice like college was so nice in that way and taking classes because everything was scheduled around that or if you have a nine-to-five job everything's scheduled around that but since I'm my own boss and working for myself it gets tricky and I feel like I'm someone that does really well with being I say do I do really well being busy lol after I say I get overwhelmed so easily but I think I feel happy happiest and like most fulfilled and most purposeful when I have a lot going on like I like getting after it and doing things and I'm not about the philosophy of like overworking and you always have to be grinding and doing something and like no breaks ever no days off because I don't think that's healthy you burn out you don't sleep like in college like me you get sick and you need the relaxation time, like the off time, obviously, to balance it all. Balance people, balance is key. But 
I know for me, um, being busy, staying like active during my day, doing things is just like really good for me. And when I feel like the best and just like who I am, like I say, I like literally don't sit. The most I sit is like sitting during this hour to talk to you guys. And I like, I'm already thinking of all these things. Like I need to go get up and feed Brody lunch and you know what I mean? (laughs) So Wow. I don't know if this this helped you guys. Um, maybe the people that you really should be listening to talk about this is Tori Day Simone and Ed Milet, and I'm sure there's so many other people that are really good at talking about this, but personally, those people have really inspired me, and I feel like this is getting so long. I feel like I could talk about all of this so much more, but if you feel sort of like a chicken with your head cut off like me or a little bit out of control of your life, um, maybe let this let this be a message to you that you got it sis and finding organization and balance is like a journey and something that I'm working on like nobody's perfect but if you implement little things like morning routine night routine not going on your phone for 30 minutes of the day which I need to start doing um you can feel a lot more in control a lot better about everything going on and taking the time to organize like my little quote even if it takes what did I say every minute it's been organizing is an hour earned things like that so it's sort of like recognizing that seeing how you can apply it to your life with your personality your lifestyle and um yeah let me know if you guys like this sort of episode I love to do more about finding balance and organization I didn't know I would enjoy recording this so much because I was so nervous to talk about it like I said But it feels like a weight off my shoulder to, like, be honest with you guys about how I'm, like, struggling with it. And, you know, people, like, that are really good with it, like, Arlen asked me, like, so what's your morning routine or your night routine? And I'm like, well, my night routine looks like always having dessert after dinner because I need it and I love ice cream. And then I brush my teeth with Max because we love brushing our teeth together, which is, like, really weird. And now it's, like, petting Brody, taking Brody out, you know, doing, um, if I'm brushing his teeth or doing some... Um, like obedience type training with him playing with him so that he's tired before he goes to bed and I'm like but I don't really know like I don't have this perfect like skincare routine at like 8 15 p.m every night or you know what I mean so I feel like I just need to yeah work on focusing on myself and not comparing myself to others because all of this insecurity of not having this perfect schedule or perfectly organized everything I'm sure comes from comparison and comparing myself to all these other perfect people that I see or seemingly perfect things but wow (laughs) I just got really chatty clearly I love chatting with you guys I like love this podcast so much because it's such a platform that yeah I can chat with you guys even more content even more like another way that I can connect with you guys so I hope that you like this episode. Please let me know what you think on my last happy hour podcast Instagram post. That's the best way for me to hear from you, like I said. And yeah, I'll end this off here before I talk your ears off for way too long. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you in my next episode. Bye.